0: So I was at this a concert the other night and it got over and I uh, says, you know, to my friend, I'm like, what'd you think? And he's like, ah, I didn't really like it. And I was like, okay, well, what, what didn't you like? He's like I just didn't, you know, didn't really care for, uh, I guess the, the music. And I was like, well, what was wrong with the music? And he's like, just the vibe, maybe, you know, this went on for a half hour, just trying to, just to extract any sort of specific, A reason why what is this bad client feedback i said to him and then he was like what and then he's not in our industry so like he didn't get the joke but like you get the joke
1: right i do get it (laughs) i think um what you're hitting at is unspecific feedback um and it happens all the it happens quite often. There's kind of two forces at play. One is the the designer, the creative, the agency, the writer. If they don't arm the recipient or client with the necessary vocabulary, they're kind of at fault too, because the def, the default position for evaluating something is I don't I do like it or I don't like it, or I don't get it, I don't understand it. So part of the the role of the agency is to set expectations. Here's the kind of, here's the kind of feedback that helps us the most, very specific. And, and also another force is to not personally evaluate it. We're, we're obviously judging the work against the creative brief. So for the audience, this is intended for does this hit the mark? Does this appeal to them? Does this communicate you know, the goals of the communication, are they achieved through this for them? And so one of the easy things for somebody, I don't like it, or I showed it to my spouse and uh, those, I don't like, I don't like blue. One thing to keep in mind is that more often than not, the marketing director, the client isn't the audience, right? It's this other group of folks. The opposite of that and the helpful feedback is more like, I don't think the colors, you know, interact well with each other right here in this corner, something like that versus I don't like the colors.
0: So there's, there's the art of giving the specific feedback, but then I guess from our side, there's the art of receiving feedback and, and how to process that,
1: you know, the right way and with, with the end goal in mind. Yeah. I think almost every designer has this phenomenon where they they get an idea and then they just lock into that right this is it, this is it this is all i see this is the one and they just and that's great you get real passionate about it and so you you present that and you have uh, you know so many pylons underneath it holding it up and you're like this is the one i know it this is good and then that's viscerally instantly shut down from the client and i like, boop and you're like oh my god really that was the greatest thing i've ever done, and. And so from a design perspective, you have to be, first of all, feedback is a gift. Like, Oh my God, they, they showed me a blind spot I didn't have, or you're right. Um, There's an old expression. I like, kill my, kill your darlings. You have to be willing to kill your darlings and, you know, designers, creatives, any artist, so to speak, has got this, a piece of them dies with each work, you know, and that's, Not minimizing that, I think that's largely true, and it it can be replenished also. But one of the things that is helpful is to say, "I am me, and my work is my work is the work." And to create a little bit of a boundary between you personally and then what you thought of, almost like a thought balloon on a on a comic strip. The person is there, and then the idea is in a thought balloon. So when someone pops that balloon, they're not popping you as a human being. They just don't understand that idea to some extent, and I want to circle back to what you started with the music analogy listening to a band or a concert. I think it's really important as I mentioned that the client understands certain pieces of the work like the psychology of color and why you know the the reasoning behind white space and composition they need to have that understanding and and see the the things that hold designs together or break them apart because if if you played a song for me and I didn't like it, I wouldn't be able to tell you why, like, I don't, they should have had an E flat. And then the, what is a bridge? I don't understand how music is put together. Right. So I don't have the words to tell you how to change that song. And you can run into that with someone who's evaluating visual communications as well. They just don't know why red is advancing and blue is receding and, why there's this headline that's up here and not down there, those kind of things that are just part of the they're more than guidelines they're like rules in some of these arts and um, so it's important that the client understands those as well. Yeah.
0: What did you think of the the Corey Feldman concert?
1: (laughs) I don't think you got the (laughs) send. let's do a uh, uh, (laughs) I don't we'll need a sequel to this podcast episode because I don't think I've seen it. But I will uh prog I will sort of assume that I didn't like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're like, I thought Michael Jackson was dead, you know? you know, I guess <laughs> I guess not. Um <clears throat> anyway, yeah, well well thanks so much for for joining us. I know you gotta go, but uh yeah, we'll we'll do it again thanks. soon. Greg. Thanks, Smithy yeah I'm Smithy the podcaster we'll we'll see you next time bye
1: uh-huh.